You're now listening to the number one podcast on planet Earth. Winners win. Winners win. Mm -hmm. Straight up, they don't cover, which is unfortunate, but they win. Oh, she will. Mm -hmm. And she'll see me a winner. All right. You've come back. This is uh, Florida Breakdown, the Florida Gators. Jay, we got the Florida Gators strangely in the end of the season. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that. How do, you, how do you feel about that? You like it earlier in the year? You like it later in the year? It don't matter. It don't matter to you? <laughs> no, nah, it don't matter. It don't feel right playing them in November, man. Nah, I don't. Florida, uh, Grambling. Whatever. It don't matter. So uh Yeah, not 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 this year. Urban Meyer ain't a coach there no more. This ain't Swamp Kings no more, baby. God, did you watch that by the way? No, actually I was planning on watching some of it tonight probably. Man, have you heard have you heard anybody talk about it? Uh no. Oh man, the rev- it's terrible, man. All the reviews, everybody's making fun of it. All it is is like a presser. It's like a PR wash for Urban Meyer. It's just talking about how great they were. There's nothing behind the. There's nothing dark in behind the details. They mention uh, Aaron Hernandez's name once, and the only thing that was kind of cool. They talked about Tim Tebow and uh, Spikes, uh, whatever Brandon Spikes, the big linebacker they had, all yeah. American, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. almost getting into a fight in the locker room during the Mississippi State game because Brandon Spikes told him he he was sucking. Like there was nothing, nothing good at all. I'm telling you, it is nothing but praising the okay. Florida Gators. Yeah, I probably won't watch it then. Yeah, I, I, I could send you. I, I, I got yeah. like three or four clips saved on my phone of people like making fun of it because all it is is, you know, they had total cooperation from the University of Florida, like because they got all kind of behind the scenes practice footage, and they had total co- cooperation of Urban Meyer. So you know that just tells you right there it's not going to be bad. All it is, is talking yeah. about how great Tim Tebow was. <laughs> oh yeah. So just a heads you up. Think, heads up. You on think that. he was? Uh, you think Tim Tebow was born on third base? Oh, probably a little bit with that team. A little bit. Yeah, probably a little bit with that team. I'm, I'm not. A little bit. Yeah, fuck them three. All, he, had, he had four All-American offensive linemen. He had Hernandez. Uh, he had um, Riley Cooper. He had Percy Harvin. He had, uh, what was that, Jeffrey Dimps as a running back, the second fastest football uh, player in SEC history. Chris Rainey. Behind Trent Holiday. Uh, you remember Rainey, that else? fucking fast, fast running back Rainey? Yeah, yeah, as I said. Yeah, he. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he definitely was born on third base, and and I, and I like how everybody says Tim Tebow won two national championships. Chris, I didn't even know who Tim Tebow. I didn't know who Tim Tebow was in two thousand six. I thought he was a fullback. He come in and do a jump pass every once in a while. I didn't even know who he was. And so Cam Newton went on his TikTok and said, "Look, you know, Florida Gators. They never even gave me my national championship ring. So, but this, uh, this." The show was embarrassing because they, the way they talked about Chris Leak, like he was an idiot, Jay. Like he was a moron who couldn't play. Like he didn't start ninety percent, ninety nine percent of all snaps when they won the Natty. Like it, it, all, all it was was a dick sucking for Tim Tebow and Urban Meyer, bro. It's bad. I mean, it's nothing, no, no yeah. juice in it whatsoever. Those series are usually pretty good, the untold, you know. But, that, but I really, I really enjoyed the uh, Johnny Manziel. I thought that was awesome. Yeah, swinging a miss, right? You know. It, and, and, you know, it's crazy to me. I know we're off subject, but all the stuff Johnny said 
everything you said. He admitted everything on that on that um, untold, and he still has his husband. How come Reggie Bush ain't they ain't gave him back his? Because that? yeah, that's fucked up. The Heisman Trust should fix that, man. Yeah, they should fix that. Uh, give him back. Reggie's in court right now, actually, with the NCAA I know, yeah, to try I know. to get his wins yeah. back. And if he gets his wins back, the Heisman Trust will probably give him his Heisman back. But yeah. that's shitty, man. And like, and that don't even get me started on on uh, Taylor. You know, I'm in uh, Mason Smith and all that right now with the same shit as Reggie's going uh-huh. through. But, well, anyways, let's uh, let's get into the Florida Gators, Jay. Let, you want to get into last season recap? Yeah, I was going to do a series uh, breakdown and stuff. So, the Florida Gator, Gator Hater episode. Yes. This is one of my favorites. Sorry about you, Cornahan. But this is uh, – so, LSU plays in week 11 in Baton Rouge, November, Saturday, November 11th. So, since 2004, LSU holds a 13-6 lead in the series. Oof. Uh, all time is 33, 33, and three. That's pretty good. So it's tied up. So Brian Kelly, whenever he gets his win this year, LSU will be ahead. Um, so LSU has won four in a row. Five out of the last six, eight out of the last 10, 10 out of the last 13 since 2010. Mm, that's a tough stat, man. That's tough. <laughs> ESPN gives LSU a 78% chance to win this game. Got to love it. So, I, I like our odds, Rob. Yeah, yeah, our odds are good. <laughs> keep the, uh, keep yeah, the think, streak going. I think, I think even Bear would bet on us in this game. Yeah, even Bear. I, I, the last quarterback that beat us was Felipe Trash Can Franks, wasn't it? 2018? Yeah. They ran an option. They ran an option. Nobody never ran an option the whole season. And then Mullen brings out the option. That, that was aggravating, boy. I remember whenever Burrow threw the pick on the sideline, boy, I melted. Oh, no. That's tough. But that was a long time ago, brother. A long time ago, baby. Jay, you know what's, so, you know what's one good thing that we're lucky for this year? And as LSU fans, we better thank our lucky stars that AR-15 is, ba- is gone. AR-15? Yeah, yeah. You don't remember AR-15? No, I think they renamed the AR-6.1. Whoa, whoa, hold on, hold on, hold on. Why six point one? Because the third week of the season, when they played South Florida and had a miraculous comeback to beat South Florida at home, AR 15s QBR rating was six point one. Oh <laughs> God, you, you got a stat line for that game? Yeah, he was ten for eighteen, one hundred and ten yards, two interceptions, no touchdowns. I think like eight carries for twenty twenty three yards or something crazy. Something, yeah. oh, the Colts, you think the Colts got the right guy? Oh, the right guy, they're going to they gonna cut. Be one of the first first rounders I would believe we cut. It'd be like Trey Lance pretty soon. They'll just be trading him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Breaking news while we were recording this podcast, Trey Lance got traded to the Cowboys, by the way. Just throw that in there. But last season yeah. recap, Jay, let's go over this 2022 Florida Gator team like we always do. Okay. So they went six and seven overall. Three and five in the SEC. They started off hot. Boy, they, they, they come out and they beat number seven Utah. They was playoff. Everybody was talking about them making a the playoff. Utah come down to Gainesville on a, you know, a, a Thursday night, I think, or a Friday night. It's a primetime game. And then them slow uh, Utah players just 
they wasn't even ready for Anthony Richardson at his speed or anything. And he, he, like I said, he, he's an athlete. He really is. I mean, he had a 106-yard rush in that game. He passed for 160. But it wasn't – he ran all over the place. They just couldn't get him in the backfield. And so Utah was ranked number seven. So right out of gate, they beat number seven Utah. Florida might go to the playoff. They might be a playoff competitor. They might, they might compete with Georgia. I remember everybody saying that. They was unranked beginning of the year. No preseason poll had them even nowhere near the top 25. They beat number seven Utah. They jumped to number 12. Remember that? I did not, remember. To, I did not remember they jumped they, they up. Jumped, they jumped up to number 12, bro. Wow. To play. So the next week I said, okay. I said, they about to get a slice of humble pie when they play uh, Kentucky, man. Because I thought Kentucky was going to be good. But what happened with Kentucky is they lost too many on the offensive line, and it showed – they they could get they got to Will Levis too much, which I think Will Levis is a better quarterback than than Richardson, and um, I mean Kentucky beat them easy. I mean it was it was a it was pretty they beat them by ten points, but it, it wasn't even close. So uh, a little, next, a little I mean, slice of humble pie, and then go into the USF game. Oh like yeah, so, talking about so yeah, Anthony Richardson. Well, Rob, I was wrong. They should have named uh, AR two point six. Because that game, he was 14 for 35, 140 yards passing, no touchdowns, two interceptions. His QBR was 2.6 in the Kentucky game. Jesus Christ. If I hear somebody <laughs> say something, if I hear anybody say something about Jaden Daniels, I'm going to bitch slap somebody. And then and then he also had six carries for four yards in that game, right? Oh, no he was toting that thing, boy. Oh. Yeah. And then yeah, they, so they so. sneak out of USF, and then they got to go play – the mighty Vols, who had a great season last year, and they played them better than uh, than you would think they would. Yeah, he he, he actually had Richardson look. He really looked like a first round pick in that game. I was like, what is this? What is going on, man? Yeah, he like he, he had four hundred fifty yards passing. He had sixty yards rushing. I mean, he, he really looked good in that game. I can't. I'm not. You know, I give credit where credit's due all the time. He looked like the the, the talent that everybody said he was. Mm-hmm. I was like, holy shit, maybe this dude's better than I thought. You know. Yeah. But then you go you go to Mizzou and he had sixty six yards passing. Um, they beat they, uh, they beat Mizzou twenty four to seven. Mizzou had one of the better defenses in the SEC. Then LSU comes to town, and he had one hundred nine yards rushing against LSU. They had one run for eighty one yards. First play so in the that, f- fourth quarter. Yeah, right? you take that away, he has you know twenty five twenty six yards rushing all game. Yeah, he broke. I remember him breaking that one and got in a little yeah. shootout with him. Ended up beating him by two yeah, scores. Hundred eighty. So he should have had hundred eighty yards passing with twenty five yards rushing. Jaden played a hell of a game that game, man. <laughs> yeah, Jaden played really good. That's one. Of, that's probably his best game all year. Yeah. Um, and they lost. They lost by three touchdowns in Georgia. Um, and this was my my favorite win of the year for him, Jay. Oh yeah, they went to A and M and embarrassed them, forty one to twenty four. Beat them the same day we beat Bama. Boy, that felt good. Oh yeah. And then they went to South Carolina and beat the brakes off of South Carolina. I don't remember. I don't remember that. They, uh, that triggered the. I don't either. But that triggered the South Carolina. You know the ending of the season. And here's the, the the tough Man. the tough telltale of the year for the Gators. They ended on a three game losing streak. Jay lost to Vanderbilt Commodores thirty one to twenty four. Lost to the Florida State Seminoles thirty uh, forty five thirty eight. And lost to a good Oregon State team last year that won ten or eleven games. Thirty to three. Yeah. Yikes! Oh yeah, boy. The uh, did uh, overall last year. How do you think uh, Sunbelt Billy did? Six and seven. I mean, looking back at his schedule, uh, he had to play out of the West. He had 
A and M and uh, LSU, and which A and M was shitty last year and had to play us and we won. Had Oregon State, yeah. Florida. They had to Florida State. Their schedule's pretty tough. They beat Utah, yeah. you know. But how, how, overall, what what do you give some? Belly? Give I them mean, a grade. I want a grade. I guess I'd give them a, a C plus. I guess. Okay. C plus. And that Oregon State game, Omar Spates had six tackles, uh, and two tackles for loss that game. Love it. You, you know. Yeah. You know, I really deep down, Jay, don't hate Sun Belt Billy. I do like that people get upset when you call him that, so I'm going to do that. Just, just yeah, that, that's me too. I, it's I don't, just I don't fun. Really, like I said, I'm glad that he went to the ULL and what he did over there. I thought he was a really good coach at ULL, but like I said before on this show, that it's hard for uh, a coach to go to from that caliber of school like the ULL and the Sun Belt to a bigger university. I mean, I said that before. Um, you know, Tom Herman from Houston to. To Texas, uh, Eli Drinkwitz. Eli, Eli Drinkwitz from Appalachian State to Missouri. Yeah, or the other guy, Charlie Strong from USF to to Texas. I mean, you know, it's just hard. Uh, but Urban Myers, one of the only ones I can remember that looked really good. I mean, even PJ Fleck looked really good at uh, Central Michigan, and he's went to Minnesota and he did okay, you know, but not not nothing, not as good as I thought he would do. I know it's Minnesota, but. Do a little he bit was the hottest that. name. I was really kind of surprised. Oh man, he was DJ Fleck. Oh yeah, yeah. He kind of he's kind of underachieved, I guess, over there. Maybe he had a couple good teams, but I think I thought he would do a little yeah, bit better. Yeah, he had a couple. But uh, looking back last year, Jay, and uh, about Sun Belt Billy, uh, one thing that's going to bother me forever, and I'm just I hope we stay above this trend and keep the way we are. No matter what, people will all whatever happens, people will compare oh, yeah. what he does to Brian Kelly because. Mm-hmm. Some people thought that he had a chance to get hired, and, and oh, yeah. so what's whatever guy, he does will be compared to Brian Kelly. What's that guy from Shreveport? Um, beat writer, uh, Hunt Palmer. He's all, he, no, 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 no. From Shreveport, man, he he does all the. Um, he was a Billy Napier big time fan and thought that LSU should have hired oh, him. God, your boy, I hate Glenn, him. Glenn Gilbo. Glenn, Glenn Gilbo. Gilbo, yeah, I hate him. And he was when they beat when they beat Utah. He was pounding his chest. I told y'all they should have hired him, this and that. And when they lost to Kentucky and they started losing. And you got to think, they lost, we lost to Florida State, lost, you know. Yeah, we lost to Florida State. Oh, yeah, he was pounding his chest. And and but when they lost five out of the last seven, I'm talking to every LSU fan was coming at him and coming at him and coming at him. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep, fuck Glenn Gilbo. So, yep, uh, so. do you want to get into the coaches there? Yeah, we can go to the coaches. So, so, so Billy Napier, this will be his second year. Like I said, he, he's six and seven, three and five in SEC play. He is 46 and 19 overall as a, a head coach. He's uh, two and nine versus top 25 teams. He's one and two versus top 10 because of that win against Utah last year. Uh, he's, but another note, side note, he's a uh, 0 and one versus Vandy, like you said earlier. Yikes. <laughs> So I think I think Vanderbilt hasn't beat Florida at a at home since like 1988 or something. They played them at home last year. Yeah, it was at Vanderbilt. Nice. Hasn't so, beat them since 1988. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Well, before I was born, by the way. Yeah. Uh, looking through his staff, so, Jay, a couple guys ring a bell. Corey Raymond, obviously, the Godfather. Yeah, but I was say, So the guy they lost was uh, Patrick Tony last year. 
He was a he was a DC at he was defense coordinator at ULL for Billy for two years, twenty and twenty one. Uh, last year, Florida, he they allowed fourteen four hundred fifteen yards a game, which is twelfth in the SEC, and they also allowed almost twenty nine points a game, which is also twelfth in the SEC. So I don't know if they fired him, let him go, or he got a new job, or he's now the Cardinals uh, DB coach, Arizona Cardinals. Okay. So, so they, everybody's back from last year. I looked on the staff. The only one they hired, like you said, was the new DC, Austin Armstrong. He is a he was also with Billy. He was a linebackers coach for Billy in um, 2020. He defensive coordinator of Southern Miss for two years, 2021, 2022. In 2021, they was they had 357 yards a game, which was third in Conference USA. And then he was 28 points a game, which was ninth in Conference USA, which I guess is not great. And then I guess Southern Miss jumped from Conference USA to Sunbelt. They switched conferences. So, and – 2022, he was 367 yards a game with eighth, eighth in the Sun Belt and 23 and a half points a game, which was fifth in the Sun Belt. So, hard to do defensive coordinator, but looks like he's sticking with like his fraternity, man. People that you know, coaching is a fraternity. Yeah. You know that. Yeah. And uh, so, I, I mean, see Jabbar Jaluk on there. That name rings a bell, former LSU coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he's talking about him last year. Yeah. And like you said, uh, Corey Raymond. Uh, BBU Godfather <laughs> and Russ Callaway. I'm pretty sure was a, a coach for Ed Ogeron in his last couple of years. If you uh, you remember that name, Russ Callaway, I'm pretty, pretty yeah. But, I, I don't I don't think he did worth the shit. I don't, but I mean that team wasn't worth the shit. But just rings a bell. I'm pretty sure he, he coached with us yeah. for a little bit. Yep, he was an analyst at LSU. Uh, anything Not else? Pretty Jay, much you want a couple of coaches. No, not no really the coaches, man. That's about okay. pretty much it. You want to get into key players lost? All right, so 15 total starters. <laughs> Seven on offense and eight on defense. On offense, three of them went to the NFL, two transferred, two declared early and didn't get drafted. <clears throat> eight on defense, like I just said, two to the NFL, two graduated, two transferred, and two declared early. Didn't get drafted. Okay. So, so on offense, Mr. AR 2.6. Uh, he was drafted number four overall to Colts. He, you know, 2,500 yards passing, 53% completion, 17 touchdowns, nine interceptions. He also rushed the ball for 650 yards and nine touchdowns. So 25 total touchdowns last year. They lost a wide receiver, Justin Shorter, to the NFL. He's fifth-round pick for the Bills. He had 29 catches, which was third on the team. 577 yards. It was the second on the team with two touchdowns. They also lost another a wide receiver, Xavier Henderson, who transferred to Cincinnati. He had 33, 38 catches, which is first on the team. 410 yards was third and two touchdowns. And then they and here's here's where it gets pretty good. They lost four of their five starting offensive line, Rob. Oof. So, left starting left tackle, Richard Gorridge, however you say the name. He was a junior, declared early for the NFL, but didn't get drafted. He had he had he started thirteen games last year. He started forty two games and played in forty nine of his career in Florida. Man, yeah. So he, that's a that's a big loss. 
uh, left guard Ethan White. He also declared early, and he had he started all thirteen games last year. Uh, right guard Osiris Torrance. He was a he was a twenty. His last is all American last year and first team All SEC. Drafted in the second round by the Bills. He started eleven games last year. Right tackle Michael Tarquin. He transferred to USC. He's also a projected starter at USC right now. He started eight games and played nine for Florida last year. Yeah. Then then they lost wide receiver, uh, who was a redshirt freshman, played in eight games last year. He had it was probably a projected starter this year if he was stayed. He had eleven catches, two hundred and forty five yards, two touchdowns. Uh, he was the number thirty six wide receiver uh, in the twenty twenty one class. Um and then they lost a uh, running back, McQuarrie Wright. He's a redshirt sophomore. He transferred to USF. He only started. He, he started only four games. He played in seven, but he had, you know, forty-five uh, carries for two hundred yards and two touchdowns. So he probably would have got a lot of playing time this year too if he would have stayed. But so that's that's your offensive guys that that transferred out. Okay. So your defensive guys, like I said, it was eight guys on defense. So safety, uh, Rashard Torrance, he had declared early but didn't get drafted. He led a team in tackles with 84. He had one forced fumble, one fumble recovery. Safety, Trey Dean, he graduated, started in 24 games in the last two seasons. He had 81 tackles, was second on the team. Uh, four and a half tackles for loss, four pass breakups, and two fumble recoveries. So uh, yeah, that's a pretty good experience. Linebacker, Amari uh, Bernie. He was uh, drafted in the sixth round to the Raiders, 79 tackles, third on the team, four sacks, which was second on the team, nine tackles for loss, two forced fumbles, four quarterback hurries, and two interceptions, man. So that's a big loss right there for linebacker. And then another linebacker, uh, so they lost their best two linebackers. The other one was Trail Miller. He had 75 tackles, fourth on the team. He graduated. And defensive end, uh, Gervon Dexter, he got drafted in the second round to the Bears. He had 50 50. 55 tackles, two sacks, four tackles for loss, four quarterback hurries, and an interception. And I thought this guy was highly uh, more recruited. Because you remember a Cox? Remember that that name? Remember he was like a big five star guy. But I guess he, I guess he was a little bit uh, older. Okay. I remember a five star kid going to Florida, but that wasn't it. Wasn't him, Brenton Cox. He's a junior. He declared early, but didn't get drafted. He had 33 career starts at a uh, at Edge for Florida. But last year he had 35 tackles, two sacks, eight tackles for loss. Uh, nickelback, Travez Johnson, a sophomore, he transferred to Missouri last two seasons. He started 16 games, played in 22, and uh, so that's a big loss. And so, it, so they lost their top five tacklers, totaling 374 tackles, six and a half sacks, three interceptions, and five forced fumbles. God damn. Also, <laughs> so. They hurting at uh on defense. That was and a lot of production, line. man. It's something they that's lost different. A lot of production. You can miss a lot of players and guys can transfer out, but they they're losing production. You you missing you missing seniors. You missing captains. You missing guys that's been there, you know, for a long time, man. Play uh, Sunbelt Billy must be weeding through some bullshit. I don't know what's going on there. Or that, I don't or know. Guys didn't want to be you there. Know, I mean, you got four guys that declared early for the draft and didn't get drafted. Yeah, I, mean, that, I sounded like some shit the LSU used to go through, yeah. man, with all them all them players. That's right. Um, you want to get so the returning? Uh, yeah, yeah, returning okay, players. Go ahead. 
returning players. They're uh, starting running backs coming back. Montrell Johnson, he had a 155 carries, 840 yards and 10 touchdowns. Uh, kid from Jennings is coming back, Trevor H. Chan. Uh, all SEC freshmen, he had 118 carries, 700 yards and six touchdowns. Uh, wide receiver, Ricky Horsall. He had 33 catches, 660 yards, which led the team, and five touchdowns. Was also led the team in touchdowns. Uh, tight end Keon Zipper, he was uh, six. He played six games and started in eight. Another tight end Dante Zanders, he started seven games, played in all 13. He's coming back, and the only returning offensive line starter, uh, center Kingsley, uh, whatever his last name is, he started 13 games as junior. Uh, he started. He has 26 career starts as center. So, one bright spot in the offensive line, I guess. The only yeah, guy. That's right. So on defense, they got four guys returning. Yikes. Um, four guys that not. So I said they they lost eight starters. So four guys that had significant playing time. So linebacker Shamir James, who didn't start, he was a he's a sophomore this year. He was freshman All SEC last year. Started in four games, played in all 13. And 47 tackles, two sacks, two tackles for loss, three quarterback hurries. Defensive end, uh, Princely, whatever his last name is, you mammon <laughs> or something. Okay. He started uh, 11 games and played in all 13. He had 39 tackles, four and a half sacks, which was first on the team in sacks. And you have a safety, uh, Kamari Wilson, who will be a sophomore. Had two starts, played in all 13, though. Uh, nose tackle Desmond Watson, who's uh he's six. That's that big boy, six five, four hundred forty pounds. Oh, that's him. That boy him. got that little bitty helmet, and that big tight jersey. Yeah, yeah, number twenty one. Yeah, um, he has ten starts. He played in all 13, 25 tackles, one and a half tackles for loss. He ain't a whole lot of numbers, but he's just big, big run stop. That boy taking that's, up that's, taking up space is what he's doing. Oh yeah. That's pretty much it for the returning players, man. Not, not a whole lot of production back. I mean, they got some guys played in some games, but. I think their strength you know. is going to be running back because the Johnson kid proved coming out from UL to. Yeah, and then A-Chan. A-Chan uh, looked good, man. A-Chan ended up being Last better. Year. I think the strength on their team is going to be running back. Do you agree? Yeah. Yeah, but well, how are they going to run up? Last year, they, the offensive line was pretty damn good, and they could run the ball. But They lost all of them, brother. They lost all of them, man. Let's see how they let's let, let's see how that plays out and see how that happens. Yeah. Let's uh let's get into yeah. a recruiting update, Jay. Recruiting, man. So another strong point for some belt Billy is this coming off. So so this year, twenty twenty four, they have right now, as it stands, they have the number three class in the country. Twenty two commits. They have three five star players. And 13 four-star players. They got a uh, – so I'll just go through and list some of the big the, the, the guys on the team. So I'll list the three five-stars first. So number four quarterback, D.J. Lagway out of Willis, Texas. He's the number 27 overall recruit. He was actually – it was actually down at LSU in Florida for him. Willis, that's just, just north of Houston. Yeah, I watched uh, his highlights, man. He, he looks pretty solid. Yeah, he, yeah he's pretty good. Uh, and the number five edge rusher, uh, Javonta Waller, he's a number – 29 overall. He's from up Pecune, Mississippi. Uh, he's another five-star, like I said. Uh, number two, safety, Xavier. He's 
He's from out of he's from Texas, a number thirty-two overall player. Uh, and the rest of these best four are four stars. The number four linebacker, Miles Graham, he's a number fifty-four overall from Gainesville, Florida. Number seven linebacker, Hayes, he's a uh, number sixty-eight overall from also from Florida. The number fourteen defensive lineman, Williams, he's a uh, number eighty-four overall. He's from North Carolina. And then the last guy I'm going to touch on is one that just that got dang. What's his name? Defensive backs coach. Corey Raymond. Corey Raymond come in and stole from us. Uh, Wardell Mack, he's the number 13 cornerback in the country. Number 114 overall from John Eric High School. Yep, a lot, lot of people was thinking he was a, a lot of people was thinking he was going to be our guy. So big, big steal by yep. Corey. That queer. Yeah. So that's pretty. <laughs> so then, and in the twenty twenty two class, they finished uh, number thirteen overall, number uh, fifth in the SEC. They had twenty two commitments, eighteen four star guys. So a couple of guys to touch on from them that are probably going to get playing time this year is uh, number four cornerback Jakeem Jackson. He was number forty nine overall from Florida. He's number two on the depth chart at cornerback right now. Uh, number seven defensive lineman. Kelby Collins, he's number 53 overall from Alabama. He's number two on the depth chart at defensive end. And you got a number 12 defensive lineman, Cameron James. He's also from Florida. Another guy, number 83 overall. So that's you know three guys in the top 100 right there. And then number 16 athlete, Eugene Wilson. He's also from Tampa. He's Number 109 overall, and here's a guy that can probably help him immediately. He's not listed on the depth chart as number two guy or nothing, but number six offensive tackle Roderick Kearney. Uh, he's you know he's also from Florida, so I mean they didn't do too bad. Number 13 class or uh, Billy's first full year. Yep, and then trending but, upward now. They, yeah, so they they're looking a lot better now as of late. You know, like I said, signing. You know they they got they got more. Five stars LSU has right now. LSU has zero, and they have three. I mean, and Yikes. we always – you know that five stars don't always make or break your team because sometimes they're bust, but a lot of times they don't They don't miss a lot of them five stars. What the fuck happened to Denver Harris? <laughs> well, you know, Eric Gilbert, Denver Harris, we get all the guys that yeah, – We get the not, shitty uh, ones. You know, John Emery. Um, uh <laughs> Cordell Thomas, uh, you know, we get all the all the ones that are. Mason Smith hasn't played in four, Mason Smith hasn't played in fourteen games. Yeah, this would be his third year. He's uh, suspended for the first one. So. Yeah. Just we've had some bad luck. Right. Jay, do you want to get luck. into that transfer portal? The portal. Old portal time. Yep. So, twenty twenty three. They was a number 25 transfer portal class. They had 20, 13 guys in that transferred in and 27 guys transferred out. So we'll, we'll go by, we'll do the transfers in first. So, so linebacker Mitchell from Ohio State. He's a, uh, He's a projected starter in 2021 at Ohio uh, Ohio State. He had 44 tackles. Uh, he was in 2018. He was number five linebacker in the country, number 35 overall. 
He's a senior. He'll be a senior this year. Another guy who everybody's talking about because he just, as of the 11th of this month, um, Graham Mertz, a quarterback from Wisconsin. He's a senior. Three-year starter at Wisconsin. He has 5,300 yards passing and 38 touchdowns as a Wisconsin. So in 2020, he was 61% completion. 2021, 59, and last year's 57% completion. So you had 38 touchdowns, but he's had 26 interceptions. Yikes. So he's throwing a lot of picks, man. So they uh they yeah. call him they call him Graham uh uh his name's Graham Hertz, right? They call him Highs Hertz over in uh, Florida. Highs right? Hertz. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I sent you that picture of him, I believe, where last year his total QBR was 38, which was last in FBS. His completion percentage against AP ranked opponents, uh, which was, you know, 54% completion was last in FBS. Interception percentage was 5% was last in FBS. Touchdown the pass, touchdown the interception ratio against AP ranked opponents, he was five touchdowns, 12 interceptions, which was last in FBS. <laughs> So, you got a long ways to go before you become the Heisman uh, candidate, I believe. Yeah, and uh, I saw one of their wide receivers with a little quote saying, man, I'm telling you all, this dude might be the next Joe Burrow, and I just wanted to hang on. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, we'll see. He's going to get all the opportunities. He's already been named the starter, so oh, he's going to yeah. get his chance. Okay. And uh, oh, his yeah. he's going to get his chance real early with a Thursday game. Let's get into the 2023 schedule, Jay. He's got a Thursday night game rematch in Salt Lake City, Thursday, August 31st, to really, truly kick off the football season uh, Thursday night against the Utah Utes. What you thinking? Oh, man. Uh, Chance that Cam Rising doesn't play, so that's a big deal. Cam Rising doesn't. Cam Rising doesn't play. I think Florida has a chance. I think. Hopefully hopefully I'm wrong. Hopefully they beat it no matter what. You know, Cam Rising, Cam Cameron, uh, Cameron Hare, uh, Cameron Kyle from Hackberry start. No matter. Hopefully, it don't matter. Hey, shout the, out Cameron the, Kyle. <laughs> hopefully, all the all the guys they have around them are good. You know. Yeah. Uh, maybe we'll they'll see. maybe Florida play like shit in that elevation. I don't. You know, I, I thought so, Utah would suck I eggs in the swamp so. last year, but yeah. you're definitely pulling for Utah. But you know, you know, you know that they circled this game, and this is like a, a revenge game because you know they was they was embarrassed because they played good. The rest of the year, I think they only lost one or two games. The rest of the year, they won the Pac-12. Won the Pac-12, beat USC twice. They beat them the first time. I thought this. I knew they were like they couldn't lose because they was honoring them guys that died. And I was like, they can't lose this game. Then they played in the rematch. I said, no man, they can't. They they, Lightning ain't gonna strike twice, you know. And they they played even better. Kyle Winningham, their coach, might be the most underrated head coach in college football. Yeah, I I like I like him. The. uh, so week one, they got Utah. It looks like week two, Jay. They play the mighty McNeese Cowboys. <laughs> you thinking? Uh, oh, yeah. let, let's go through here. Uh, let's see. We saw Taquito Spikes, Auburn legend on SEC Network. I sent you the graphic. Has the Florida oh, Gators yeah. going four and eight? I'm going to go through these games, Jay. You pick wins or losses. Four, How about that? Well, there's there's a guy I know that had him going four and eight too. Was that me? <laughs> yeah. Oh hell yeah! And <laughs> hey, I said it before, Taquito baby. That, they had a guy on um, SEC Network. They had him going three and nine. 
Jay, I, and let the record show, I said it before Taquito, before it was popular. Yeah. The uh, that schedule's too much, man. It's a, it's rough, brother. Your first three games, oh, yeah. you got Utah. You got number 14 Utah and number 12 Tennessee. Jesus Christ. So I'm going to go through yeah. and let's see where you got them, Jay. Utah, where you got? Say okay. Cam Rising doesn't play. Cam Rising doesn't. I still got him losing, man. Cam Rising. Uh, I, I think it'd be. I think it'd be revenge closer, game. Maybe. I just still think they, they lose the Utah. Okay, McNeese. McNeese. Yeah, uh, they're gonna beat McNeese. <laughs> That'd be funny to take McNeese. If McNeese goes down there, because they said that McNeese, that quarterback they got, it looks pretty good. Who's this I, kid? Who's the McNeese kid? I don't know. The guy I work with, he goes all the McNeese games. He's tell, talking to me about it. He's into it, but I, I just. I wonder if he's a local kid or not. I'll look into that later. No, nah, I don't think so. All right. So, uh, Tennessee. No, that, that way. Right. And, and I, I was I was listening to college football live the other day, and they said that in the last 50 years, Tennessee has only won in Gainesville twice. That's a hell of a stat, ain't it? And I couldn't hardly believe that. So yeah. I said, don't count, don't count. Tennessee just waltzing in there and beating them. I was thinking, yeah, but come on, man. They got no way. I mean, this is a fucking Tennessee team who's uh, everyone – I mean, everyone expects them to uh, to be great this year. You know, another 10-win season, you know, and maybe take another step. Who knows? And and you you know what you got with Joe Milton and Graham Hurts, you know. And, and – I, I think this is an easy win for Tennessee. I don't know what the fuck we're talking about. I, I think it's an easy I, win. I, I do too. I do too, but that guy was just – Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. He works for Saturday Down South. He's my least favorite human on earth. He's the worst. Oh, uh, okay. Maybe that's who – I don't know who was. I think on Twitter or on – somebody. We follow all the same people. I know exactly the video you're talking about. He's an asshole. His name's Vern Funquist on Twitter. He's an asshole. But anyway, he's, an Alabama, he's from Georgia, but he's an Alabama fan. So, he tells you all you need to know about him. So uh, – Charlotte 49ers, Jay. <laughs> Charlotte Hornets with a – Larry Johnson and Muggsy, baby. Larry Johnson and Muggsy? I got Larry Johnson and Muggsy, <laughs> baby. All right. W, no. w right there for the Gators. Can, here, here's a good one, Jay. Kentucky Wildcats. So this this, this one could be, you know, could not save their season, but it could, I think, get Billy off the hot seat a little bit if they beat Kentucky in Kentucky, you know. I'm not saying they're going to win. I, I think Kentucky is a little underrated this year. I think that Kentucky will be a little better. I don't think – I'm not saying they're going to win 10 games, but I, I think Kentucky's going to be a little bit better. Everybody, everybody's already got them picked like right, by, right above Vanderbilt in the, in the east this year. And I just think they're going to be better than that. I think they're going to be better than Florida. All right, hot take here. I, I think I had Kentucky going 6-6. Six and six. I'm not sure. I think they're going to take a step back. But one thing I do think, and I'm starting to over, I'm starting to rethink myself – I think Devin Leary, we're going to look back, Jay, from North Carolina State, their quarterback. I think we're going to yeah. look back, and he's going to be the biggest transfer portal quarterback in the SEC this year, or the biggest transfer in the SEC this year. Okay. I think he's really I'm good. Good. I'm good. Yep. I'm uh, good. I think I had Kentucky winning. I'm not sure. I don't have my list in front of me. But uh, what about Vanderbilt, Jay? Revenge game. That's <laughs> funny. It's hard. It's hard to, it's hard to hit, say out loud, ain't it? Revenge game yeah, against the Vanderbilt Commodores. Yeah. Yeah, give him a W. I'm gonna give him a loss against Kentucky because it's at Kentucky, okay. and then give him a win against Vanderbilt. Uh, they they're not beating South Carolina, no way, man. Okay, right after that they got bye week, and then the Georgia Bulldogs. <sighs> no, they're not beating Georgia, but then the next week is I think 
I had them losing, but I just they might beat they might sneak away and beat uh, Arkansas. Okay, so that is two I'll SEC ahead, wins. I give them a toss right there, but I lead them towards the W for Arkansas. You know. All right. Uh, what about them LSU Tigers? No way, man. Okay. You big at, LSU homer. You big LSU homer to, at Tiger Stadium. Forget about it. Uh, yeah, Tigers get the dub. Don't even think about it. What about? Don't even think about it. Yeah, well, the, the streak next, goes on. Don't even think about the next three. I think, like I said, I, I'm higher on Missouri than most people. I think they're returning everybody on defense. They're the defense is going to play, brother. It's going to play. Yeah, up. They're, they're returning like they're returning like 18 starters or something crazy from last year. Yeah. They're returning almost everybody on defense. Their whole secondary is coming back. You got to think I there's just, a chance they got to go to Como late November. Could be cold. Could be real cold. Yeah. Um, like they so, gotta, I, I like they, Missouri. They got to. They got to come to Death Valley where the only thing's going to be cold is our hearts and the beer, baby. Yes, sir. Nothing but ice cold Bud Light. Oh, sorry. Forgot. Yeah, we don't drink that shit. All right. We couldn't even sell it at Marshland. Couldn't even sell the shit at Marshland. That's a fact. (laughs) That's crazy. Uh, Them fucking hillbillies are sticking to it, brother. They don't mind that shit, brother. Good guys don't want to drink that, boy. No, they don't drink that. So, uh, Florida State, we got Florida State winning that game. So, Jay, I believe me and you both had them winning two SEC games. I'm not sure exactly which ones I had predict earlier. I don't want to contradict myself. But I know I have Vanderbilt not winning a game in the SEC this year on my predictions. So, I got them with Vanderbilt. I maybe gave them the Missouri game. I maybe gave them the Arkansas game. But, regardless, same same outcome. Uh, So, you got them beating McNeese. Uh, Charlotte, you got them going 4-8, Jay. Four and eight, bird. You said it yourself. Let's, let's let's say they beat Kentucky and go five. Let's go five and seven. Okay. You, you, okay. <laughs> all right. All right. I can take that. Five, that's still, that'd still be seven, great, right? Five, We'd still yeah, celebrate that as LSU fans, wouldn't we? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I, I love to see Corner and Crown about there, baby. Hey, and Su- and Sunbelt Billy takes a step forward and beats Vanderbilt. And beats Vanderbilt, baby. <laughs> and Mylon Richard, you're gonna love that too. Man. Oh God, these dudes here. And, and then, and let's while we at it, Rob, let's just keep going. Okay. So then, 2024, they start off the gate right out of the gate with Miami, baby. Love it. <laughs> oh yeah, they got it. In their schedule next year, even tougher. Yeah, it's even tougher next yeah. year. So Miami, UCF, my- which that thing is pumping right now. Like, yeah, Malzahn's got to pump. Gus Bus has got it going, man. Gus Bus, then they got Georgia, then they got Florida State. <laughs> I mean, at Florida State, they got to play Tennessee. They got to play Texas at Texas Longhorns Day. Oh yeah. Oh, they're fucked like Chuck, baby. Fucking <laughs> Tennessee. Sunbelt Billy gonna go. He gonna win five and six games for his first three seasons. You, and you know one thing about Florida, we can make fun of them. They don't play that shit, bro. Because, uh, old the shark fucker, he went to two SEC championships and they fired him. Yeah. And and then yeah. the the best coach uh, they've had in a in a decade, who he didn't like to recruit, I did. I, I'm not going to let him off the hook for that. You Mullins or Dan Mullen did not like to recruit. Yeah, he, he was recruiting he shitty. Went to the SEC. Went to the yeah, SEC championship SEC. game. Had, had Alabama a, had Alabama on the ropes. Had right? Alabama on the ropes. Had a Heisman finalist quarterback, and uh-huh. yeah, and they got rid of his ass. So what I'm getting at the is next year. The we, next year. The next year. So we I like Sun Belt Billy, and I but. Brother, you can't win five and six games three years in a row, no matter how hard the schedule is, because they they give a fuck at Florida. So in three years, let's say he wins, let's say he wins four games this. Year. Well, give him five. Give wins, him five. 
Let's see five five wins this year. So yeah. that's eleven games. There's probably a little bit more. Four, let's let's say he wins four games next year or five. That's six five six five and five. So it'd be sixteen games. Sixteen games in three years. That ain't gonna fly. That ain't gonna fly, Coach. I'm, I mean, as much as I want some belt Billy to, to, you know, that's a tough time to take that job with that schedule. But I know one thing: recruiting is a big deal, and he's got him. He's got him tra- trajecting right in that direction. Right. So six, so sixteen out of thirty-seven games wouldn't be good. Huh? No, that's not good, Jay. That's <laughs> not good. <laughs> I mean, it's it. You know, it's great to be a Florida Gator, but maybe not for the next couple of years. I'm like Dave Chappelle, man. You yeah. hate to see it. You hate you love to, to see it. You love to see it. <laughs> All right. I absolutely love. This is one of my. This is my favorite time. I, the worst time was when Tebow was there and Swamp King, or whatever, and they were so damn good. I hate. I couldn't stand. I hated it. And when they started sucking, man, it's just it just it pleases me so much, man. That it's, they they started sucking. It's so crazy because it happens so fast. The fall in full circle and full circle comes back. Yep. It happened so fucking fast, dude. As soon as they lost that SEC championship game to Georgia, I meant to, I'm sorry, to Alabama. And the, and, the, and the people that I feel bad, you know, for the most are the uh, people that, you know, lived in Louisiana their whole life and grew up watching, you know, Louisiana football. And they they had to, you know, see LSU win a couple of national championships and they, you know, Florida fans, which is it's crazy to me. I just feel bad for them guys. You feel bad for them, Rob? Uh, <laughs> I'm not. Uh, I feel bad that you don't get to like. I look forward. I look forward to like so, my Saturday with my boys. Yeah, and, and the camaraderie so and so pulling on your home. You're pulling for the you're the home the flagship of the state and and that's, you get to drive so, two so hours stupid. down the interstate and spend time with your friends and make lifetime memories pulling for your, you know and, and you freak, don't get to do that even even that guy from uh, Orangeville what's his name Florida fan. The Florida fan from Arnoldville. Oh, yeah, our buddy Trey Moo. Trey Moo. Yeah. He is a Florida fan, but he is an LSU fan. He goes to every LSU game with everybody. He wears LSU, but when LSU plays Florida, he wears Florida, which is – I still don't like it, but it's acceptable because, he, like you said, he pulls for LSU. But if you grew up in Louisiana your whole life and you do not root for LSU, something – I'm not saying something's wrong with you, but you just have to pull for the home team, man. Have to. Uh, I don't want to be a big hypocrite because I'm not a Saints fan at all. But uh, you know, I just I, at the time when the Saints were getting good, I did. I saw everybody jumping on the bandwagon and screaming who that, and I didn't want to be that person. So I just kind of fell into not ever being a Saints fan. But I always just liked college football in general. So, but yeah, yeah. You, you're right, man. It, it's so, it's tough. Those people don't get to experience the same shit as us, and that makes me upset. Yeah, like. I mean, that's what I said. Like you know, when, when I first first uh, started playing ball with Chad, I said, uh, he said, "Tell my Florida." I said, "You're a Florida fan?" Yeah, damn right, proud of it. I said, "Man, I bet you got a lot of friends during football season." That's, <laughs> that's the first tough. thing I said. I was like, "What?" I yeah. mean, come on, man. Hey, Chad, you want to come watch a game with me, man? And root for LSU, root against LSU the whole time? Yeah. No, you're not. <laughs> no. Yeah. I don't. I don't want nobody around me like that. Yeah. All right. So that's uh put a bow and ribbon on the Sun Belt Billy and the twenty twenty three Florida Gators. Jay, you got anything else? No, I just can't wait to uh like I said, see like I told you I feel bad for Chad Cornahan and Mylon Richard and Chance Curley. I feel bad for those people, you know. No, I don't, Rob. I'm ready to kill them some bitches. Oh, play my theme music. <laughs> play my theme music. 
Throw it back. Let him suck, man. <laughs>